Morgan And I recently had my heart broken Broken! So I did what any logical person would do What did you do? I made a podcast about it Why? Because no matter who you are or where you're from When you get dumped, everybody's talking about it Are they, bitch? Famously dumped Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Famously Dumped. Hi. Hello. I'm your host, Morgan Miller. Um, Welcome back to the show where we talk exclusively about getting dumped, about breakups that we didn't choose or do, guys. They did it to us. Okay? I'm your host. And of course, we always check in with me and my emotions and how I'm feeling at this time. And I'm going to tell you what, I am feeling all over the place. And I don't know if that's an emotion. Okay. But I will coin it as an emotion. I'm feeling all over the place. Maybe stressed is what it is. I don't really feel stressed. I just feel like, ah, ah. so that's the emotion I'm feeling. Um, and that's the best way I can describe it. Uh, anybody ever felt like that? Email me about it, babe. We are also about to have an unbelievable guest. I'm so excited that she's on it. She's one of my really, really good friends. Ugh, I've known her for a while, and um, I'm so excited. Her name is Anna Dresden, and she is a writer on Saturday Night Live and a stand-up comedian and just a true delight of a human. I can't wait to talk to her. So, Brendan, let's bring her in and do this. Hi. Hello. How are you? What is up? Well, we're going to get into talking about a time that you got dumped. And before we do that, though, we don't use the um, names of our exes because uh, we want to keep it anonymous and this isn't like an ex-bashing podcast. So we are going to help you get an alias for your ex. And Brennan, if you could help her out, pull up the slide. (laughs) Wow. Declan is absolutely leaping out to me. Great. These are the top 10 baby of 2019. And uh, Declan is jumping out to you for your ex-boyfriend. Yes? That feels true. True and okay, and it was honestly immediate, so I feel it. I feel it in my bones as well. Yeah, great. Declan, it is. I'm in Park Slope, where I am sometimes living. Kids will draw their names on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. You see a lot of kooky names. One of them's Declan. A kooky name, a Declan, and it's, yeah, great. <laughs> and, that's, and that's true. And we're going ancient Scottish for our children, <laughs> and that feels or Irish. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to Google it. You know, we'll have to Google it. I'm um, with learning, so you can. Do it. <laughs> I mean, God bless you. Um, great. So now we do a quick segment before we jump into the real story, and that segment is called Dump Stats. There you go. That's an original song composed by me. It's good. Thank you. This is your baseball card. We're going to do dumb stats. That's where we rattle off some stats so we can just get to know you and your dating history. Our okay. first question is, how many times have you been dumped, Anna? Oh, God. Um, so many times. I, I guess, like, if dump, it doesn't have to be by someone who's your boyfriend. I would say approximately 5,000 times. <laughs> If it's by a boyfriend, boyfriend, I would say one, two, three. It's just so much. You know, millennials and the hookup, the hookup culture. I do. We're both in it. What even is a boyfriend? Um, uh, I, I think a lot of my, 
you need a this is not this is not dump gray area. This is dump stats. We need numbers. Um, right. I would say twenty five times <laughs> because I've had one million boyfriends. <laughs> every man I've ever met um, has been my boyfriend. <laughs> Whether he knows or wants that to be true, <laughs> it's true. Um, okay. <laughs> so these are hard facts. All right. <laughs> All right. I, people. So you've been dumped around 25 times. Yes. That might be um, that might be honestly a famously dumped record. I mean, I I don't want to misrepresent. There'd be asterisk next to my respondent. Okay. <laughs> we'll get those and we'll make sure to write about the end what of the card. What do people say? Do they say they're like relationship dumpings or like? Yeah. I mean, it, it depends on the person, but I think 25 is great. And, but you did say 5,000 at first and we will also let people know about that. It's somewhere between two, 25 and 5,000. Great. <laughs> Perfect. Great. Okay. Next up. Uh, have you ever dumped someone? Yes. And how many times? Oh, God. I'll say, because the thing is, the conversation is usually me being like, hey, I think maybe you don't like me as much as I like you. And then they will say, you're correct. And then we'll break up. <laughs> so it's like, who's dumping who in that scenario? <laughs> I'll be I like, hey, I've noticed that you have a genuine disinterest in what I represent and they'll be like you are not imagining that it is in fact how I feel <laughs> and then we stop talking for eight months and then we um and then after eight months then we never talk again <laughs> so we just stop talking forever okay <laughs> but you like to make the eight mark just a marker. I like, well, I do a lot of relationship reprise where ah. you know, in the second act, halfway through, <laughs> maybe a little bit more emotional. Got um, it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay, cool. but I, I would say I've, yeah, let's say seven times. Seven times you've dumped someone. Okay, great. Um, and then for the one we're talking about with Declan, how long ago did it happen? This happened um, 13 years ago. Wow, okay, fresh. Really fresh, really <laughs> longer. Fourteen years ago. Fourteen years ago. Okay, fourteen years ago. And how old were you when that happened, Morgan? It yeah. was fifteen years ago. Fifteen. Okay, fifteen years ago. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, how old were you when this happened? I was seventeen, and you know what? Put that on Wiki Feet. <laughs> you got it, Google. You got my age. You can. Have it. <laughs> And this is where it's been un been revealed. We got an exclusive. In a year, I'll be dead. But now <laughs> I'm 32. Okay, great. You were 17. It happened 15 years ago. So uh, very fresh. And then really? how long were you and Declan together? We were together for four days. <laughs> <laughs> you are honestly, you are making famously dumped history right now. I am being famously brave right now. You are. <laughs> People are like, Anna, open up, be more emotional. And I'm like, I got you. Here we go. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, you were together four giant days. And in terms of lesbian years, that is one year. Okay. <laughs> 
Great. So you were together four uh, days. And then how are you feeling about the breakup that happened now, today? I feel, I feel that it was, I feel grateful that something that emotionally explosive happened to me that I now am no longer bothered by. I think like it's a nice little touchstone of like, it's possible to feel great pain about something and then years will pass and then you'll be absolutely fine. Yeah. So I feel grateful for it and like very fine. And also there is definitely like a little nugget in me that's like, oh, I'm sad that you didn't pick me. Sure. Yeah. Sure. All right. Well, you are opening up and it's wonderful. I am. You are doing that. Great. And then the last step before we go is when this happened, did you go full psycho? Yes. <laughs> yes. Period. Great. We'll get into it. She went full psycho. Uh, great. These are your dump sets. Uh, just to recap, you uh, have been dumped two, 25, or 5,000 times. We're unsure, but it's somewhere in between there. You have dumped uh, seven people. This particular one had happened 15 years ago. You were 17 years old. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to not do the math. And you guys were together four whole days. And uh, you're feeling grateful about it with a little nugget of, eh, I wish it had worked out. Um, and then finally, did you go full psycho? Yes, a hard yes. Great. Those Good. are your sets. Um, wonderful. And now we're going to get into it. So a four-day relationship. Let's get into it. How did you meet? What happened in the four days? And how did you get dumped? Yeah, so this is a big vibe. Uh, we met. We were both summer camp counselors. I was a big summer camp person. Um, I was a camper at the same camp that I then became a counselor at. And this camp would have counselors come from overseas to work as counselors um, through some program that like uh, basically brought like cute soccer players from other countries to the United States for campers to have crushes on, I think was like the purpose of the program. <laughs> <laughs> you, so you met and then it was like hardcore fall crush immediate yeah well i will have like i'm like there are fishermen who go with like one line who will catch one fish at a time i'm like a net crush person where i will just throw it i'll have like group crushes on like 35 people and then narrow it down bachelor style like yeah obviously we're all dating I haven't said hi to any of you yet but <laughs> eventually I'll have four of you that I'm dating in my head <laughs> my feelings will sort of shift around and change I was the creative and expressive arts um counselor which wow brag dance drama um writing uh improv um and he was a kayaking instructor like he was a surf instructor in new zealand Hot. so yeah looking back now he was 21 and i was 17 which is like very fun um but like i was like oh he's picking me i wonder why it must mm -hmm. mean i'm really pretty and i think it was that i was 17. <laughs> oh man no fully how the build-up to this worked but like Cause also I was someone who was used to dating people in my head. And when he started flirting back, it was like, my dog can talk. <laughs> like what? <laughs> so yeah. 
profoundly shocked. Uh, that was like not a part of my rotation. It was like, I date you so hard in my head and then you die in my head and I move on. Um, yeah. The the prison of your mind is unbelievable. <laughs> Nothing is okay. I came out bad. <laughs> Switched his period off. We had like a half uh, half a day off a week and he switched to be with me, mm. which I was like, this is our honeymoon. And we went down to the beach together and we sat down there. And then I started panicking because I was the biggest virgin in the world and was like, I don't know what penis, I don't have a license. I don't, who I'm, I was scared like I was seeing a ghost. Um, and then like a day or so later, he walked over and one of the other counselors said, oh, it's your girl mate to him about uh -huh. me. And I was like, this is it. We're the king and queen of the camp. Sure. We're gonna live here, we're gonna die here. Like, because there was no texting or anything, we're like in the woods and he right. had like, he was in the kayak van, he was at the lake and, um, but the, I didn't need him to be in a relationship with him. I was like, you're in here with me, you kissed me one time or two times and I got so scared the second time and that's it, this is a marriage. Um, sure. And he was kind of like, not saying hi to me at meals. It's like, do you wanna go talk? I was like, yes. Um, kind of already knowing that I was going to be dumped and like took me to behind the lodge in the smoking area, mm. which to me was like, again, just the most sexual, beautiful place on the planet, like a picnic table next to like a commercial sewer <laughs> <laughs> that just smelled like water and like American spirits. But I was sure. like, this is adulthood. I'm here. I've arrived. This is perfect heaven. Sure. Um, and he sat down across the picnic table for me and he said, so you know that I live in New Zealand. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, um, I don't think we should. I used to remember the phrasing, but I think it's like eroded over time, which is nice that I'm not like plagued by it. But it was something like, um, I think we should just be friends or like, I don't think we should um, see each other like this anymore. Uh, and he was like, cause I, you know, what are we going to like, I'm not going to do long distance. And I realized at that moment that I thought that I would drop out of high school and move to New Zealand to date him. Right. Sure. Of course. Um, and I felt like I was being, uh, impaled on a sword and it was a very short conversation. There were like other counselors sort of hanging around and like, I was like, thank you for this conversation. And I agree. And that was my idea. And I was going to say that and you're right. And it was my idea. <laughs> and we hugged and he went back inside the lodge. And then I ran through the woods. Um, this is the full psycho. Moment. Um, I oh, so far you've not been psycho. Yeah. So my full psycho is like um, turning things inward. It's not really, I'd love to, um, you know, be a wall kicker, but I'm not, uh, sure. but I, uh, my full psycho was running, crying into the woods and then tripping and falling in the gravel, like outside the lodge and then just face down into gravel in the middle of the woods at night, scream sobbing. Oh, 
Um, and then like was a bad counselor for the rest of the summer and like didn't um, take great care of my <laughs> camper. I don't, I'm sure it was fine. I just like drank a lot there, like any other night off that I had. So you, he said it's not going to work. You said it was your idea. You ran, sobbed, face into the gravel. Here's what we now have to ask you and what the whole thing is. How did you cope with getting dumped like that? It sounds like you drank a lot. You were depressed. Yeah. But how did you how did you get out? How did you get over it? Um I I think the first step was like feeling really really sad, which was not something that I was good at doing. Like I felt sad a lot of the time as a kid and like dealt with depression and anxiety stuff, but I think I also had this idea that my emotions were somehow more dangerous or more potent than other people. So I would feel it, but then avoid it and then feel it and avoid it. So it was just like a lot of like um, on and off. And I just kind of let the faucets on and was just like, I'm going to feel so bad for a little bit. I don't know how long, but for a little bit, I'm going to feel really, really bad. Um, which I think is easy to forget to do that. Yeah. Um, like there's something embarrassing about being sad or being dumped and it's like, well, I need to not feel this embarrassment. So I'm going to pretend that I don't feel the thing that I'm embarrassed about, which is just like, you're already doing too much. Just like your job right now is to feel sad. That's it. You can just feel sad. Um, and then after that I was listening to, this was 2005. So I was listening to a lot of, uh, Nora Jones. Of course, yes. Don't know why. Um, big Coldplay fan at the time. Okay. Um, XY. I think it came out that year or the year before. Um, yeah. Also, of course, the Lord of the Rings soundtrack um, by Howard Shore. <laughs> um, I was a virgin for many years after that. So, um, yeah, listening to music and like, writing poetry about it. I wrote a lot of poetry, which is like, I guess it's like as adults, a lot of these things are kind of hard to do because it's like, these are the things that a teenager did. But I think that it, these like simple tools are really helpful. Um, and letting yourself be a little bit silly when you're sad, I think is good. Instead of having to be like, I have to be like cool and normal. Like yeah. you, you don't have to, you're not on display all the time. Yeah. Um, this is also before social media. So I'm like glad that I was able to not have to figure out like, how am I going to brand this? Like, what do I have to delete? It was just like, I was sad and I could do that on my own time. Um, and what else did I do? I had a class that I inherited from uh, an older counselor called poetry and fitness where um, we would do <laughs> some kind of light yoga or crunches and then, um, creative writing and poetry in like sure. an apple orchard, which sure. is really nice. Mm -hmm. So if you can get yourself to like a small apple orchard and like do a little bit of um, physical movement with your body and then write stuff, it was a great combo. That does, that sounds soothing. It was great. It was like just body and then just feelings all to the soothing sounds of Coldplay XY. <laughs> um, so if your child was 11 years old, in 2006 or 2005 and went to a summer camp in the New York tri-state area, there's a good chance that they were 
doing um, knee push-ups to uh, <laughs> speed of sound with a crying woman leading them. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, I think I think you there is something to be said about the simplicity of how to get over a breakup when you're that young because you don't have the capacity to really do anything. Well, me, I didn't have the capacity to do anything like super emotionally developed because I was crazy and drinking like a maniac. So the simplicity of like what we did as kids, which is like, we felt sad. We listened to fucking sad music, did some knee push-ups, and like, wasn't embarrassed about it. You know, I think it's like, it's works for adults too, truly. Yeah. Yeah. Also like having access to actual tears, I think is such a blessing. Like sometimes just throughout COVID at different times, uh, anytime I something happened that was enough to cry about, it was like an, oh, thank God, like just get out all this stuff that's just been building up, building up, building up. Mm -hmm. um, so actually crying and actually, it's just nice to keep things simple because mm -hmm. like, there's nothing simple about a breakup. Like your entire plans were based around this person who's like now not a part of your life and you don't know what your life looks like now that they're not in it. Mm -hmm. And I think like learning to be okay with not knowing and um, and I think cultivating that in myself as an adult has been another big tool that I kind of call upon when I'm in um, emotionally difficult times. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that. So would you say, I'm going to ask what is your overall advice? Your like main thing that you would say, do you think it's that um, what you just said, which was so poignant and wonderful? Whoa, hold on one second. Hi, before we get to the overall advice, my name is Morgan Miller. You've just been watching me this whole time. I'm the host of Famously Dumped and I've got a couple of things I got to tell you before we finish up the episode. One, we have an email account, famouslydumped at gmail.com, where you can email me. Maybe you have comments, questions for our guests, questions for me. Maybe you have advice for our listeners, or maybe you have a story about getting dumped that you want to tell me about. So please email me there. I'd love to hear from you, and we'll put it on the podcast. Two, you can donate to the show, which is great. How can you donate? At our Venmo, which is famously underscore dumped, or you can go on over to my Patreon account, which is Patreon dot com backslash Morgan Miller 1717 over on my Patreon will live bonus episodes, uncut episodes and other comedy material that I'm coming out with that will strictly be on Patreon. Okay. So head on over there. And finally, don't forget to follow me on social media. Yes. I'm doing a social media plug. Come on. It's 2021. Let's get to it. My social media is Morgan Miller 17 across the board. And also I'm on TikTok. Yes. I'm in my thirties. I have TikTok. I kind of blew up over there. So go check me out. That's Morgan Miller Talks, T-O-K-S. And that's about it. You guys, let's get back to the episode. Enough for me. Bring us on back. Yeah, I think so. Um, and also, like, if you're not in a place to date other people, hmm. might I recommend dating them in your head? Um, I survived many years of, like, <laughs> just, like, being an ape post-traumatic hellhole, uh, just it, like at another time, like getting over bad things mm -hmm. and was not ready to date men at all or think about them or the idea of them touching me at all was like a no thanks. Mm -hmm. um, 
but fully dating them in my head was about right. And yeah. that, um, maybe I should teach classes on how to do that. But like, you, yeah. It's a form of meditation almost. Yeah. Your boyfriend doesn't have to know that he's your boyfriend. <laughs> is my real advice. My fake advice is to um, allow yourself the, um, the pleasure of grieving. But my real advice is <laughs> kidnap people in your mind. And put them in a prison. Put them in a prison where they have no um, needs or wants or schedule. And, yes. And never, ever meet them for reals. You know what they say? Never meet your boyfriend. <laughs> they, do, they, do they do. Honestly, they do say that. So it yeah. tracks. It tra All right. So we are going to get to our last two segments and then we're going to get you out of here. Um, this was such a great story. Ha, you've been wonderful. Our first ending segment is Brandon. What is it? And now time for horoscopes. Great. This is, the, this is the time where we uh, see if you guys were doomed from the start based on your horoscopes. If you know his, do you know his zodiac sign? Unfortunately, he has taken it off of his Facebook. Okay, um, what energy do you think he he gave off? I'm not good with knowing other people's, but he was like kind of um, like funny, but like quiet and like a little bit internal. Um, okay. He sounds a little bit like a Pisces. Okay. Yeah. I can, I definitely, I mean, water sign makes sense. So let's call him a Pisces. Okay. So New Zealand, Declan was a Pisces and you are, I should know. This I one. am Taurus, Cancer, Cancer. Taurus, Cancer, Cancer, Taurus, strong, strong sign. We love it. Um, so uh, we go to the most reputable site of all time to figure out if you and uh, Declan were meant to be. And that site is google.com. I love this website. Uh, it's a great website. So what we do is we just type in um, uh, Taurus and Pisces love compatibility. And honestly, this doesn't really matter because we don't know his real sign. But also your imagination is so great that it doesn't matter. All of this has been what it is. So... Let's see what it is. We always click on the first arrow because that's the one that is actually the most accurate. And it says a very 3D oriented Taurus is no match for the otherworldly Pisces. It says the emotional sensitivity of Pisces adds depth and meaning, um, but it's a compatible match if they can avoid getting stuck in the mud. But it feels like, it feels like there was some mud happening because he didn't live here. Yeah, I know the idea of like Taurus can help Pisces put shape to their dreams. I'm like, we were full strangers. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know. Full strangers. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, here's the deal. It wasn't going to work. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't. No match. So it was doomed. Let, honestly, we can let it go. Yeah. We can let it go. And it wasn't going to work. We have one more segment, and that is Brandon. <laughs> Yes, honey. Yes. Here we are. <laughs> so this is the part of the show where you give me three compliments so I don't feel so shitty about my breakup in my life. <laughs> yeah, I can absolutely do this. 
I could okay. do more than three. Mm, you're such okay. a sweetheart. Like, only yeah. three murders. Um, Morgan, I think you are amazing because you uh, make it normal to... What's going on? Is this a sentence yet? Um, I think you <laughs> do a really amazing job of being open about the fact that people have hard times without it feeling like overly, it just never feels like um, you're not ready to talk about something. Like it feels like you're honestly letting people in on what your progress is. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I really admire, um, I think you're very funny and strong. Mm. Um, and honestly, I wanted you to say funny because I find you to be unbelievably funny. So it means a lot that you said. That. Oh, ouch, ouch, ouch! You're hurting my arm. Ouch, ouch! Let go, let go of my arm. Um, no, you're so. There have been several times where I was like, I wish I were her, making that joke that she's making right now. Um, and um, I think you have really beautiful skin and hair. Thank you. I love when one is physical. It really does. I think I hit all the all the all the barriers. Yeah, you hit them all. They all were the very walls. sweet. All the walls. They yeah. were very sweet. Thank well, you so much. It always feels very self-indulgent and a little weird at the end, but then it does get me through my day. So you gotta ask for what you need. That's you do. Big, that's the big. Um, great. So before we leave, where can we see you? Where can we find you on all the social medias? Uh, I'm at Anna Dresden. It's mostly uh, pictures of my dog and um, calls to action. <laughs> Sometimes it's a picture of something. That Great. Things. Yeah. And um, is there anything we should be looking forward to coming out or that we should be uh, looking for that Anna Dresden has uh, touched with her imagination? Oh, um, no, I, I do have a podcast. This is news to me. I just found out. Congratulations. I've had a podcast for a year. I forgot. Um, I Yeah, I have a podcast on the Forever Dog Network with Andrew Farmer. He's a really amazing writer and comedian. And it's called Scary Stories to Tell in the Pod, um, where we read stories from the Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark books. And also um, people send us their ghost stories that we read. Wow, fun. Okay, yeah. cool. Really fun. Yeah. Well, we'll check that out. Great. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. This was a truly, this was the first in all respects for Famously Dumb. So thank you for the exclusive. Thank you. Thank for you. I just think the world of you. Thank you. I love you. I'll see you love you too. Bye. Bye. That's it, guys. That's another episode of Famously Dumped. Oh, we did it. Oh, what a journey Anna Dresden just took us on. It truly expanded my mind in a way that I didn't know was possible. She's wonderful. She's so great. Go follow her. Go check out that podcast. That is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us on another another very, and I'll call this unique episode of Famously Dumped. We will see you guys next time. Brandon, will you take me out with a song of your choice? I've told you this a million times. We don't have the rights to any music. Famously Dumped.